The gospel reading this morning is Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 through 12, and can be found in the Pew Bible on page 1501. Glory to you, O Lord. Matthew 5, verses 1 through 12. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and he sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad Because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Will you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Matthew 5, verse 1 says, Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountainside and he sat down. And his disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. Them, the disciples, not them, the crowd. Now the crowd was over listening, overhearing, just like we are when we read scripture. But he was there teaching his disciples. And the, the, the crowds uh, throughout his ministry I've said this before, and, and, and I believe this to be true. Some were, were followers, but more of them were fans. And there's a difference. He did some really neat stuff. Miracles. So they were fans. But when he asked hard questions, or when there was no more food to be had, or 
maybe they needed to go home and, as one said, well, let me go bury my, my family first, my father. When it really meant something, then they, they left. And one of the things that I love is prior to us uh, coming up and hearing the gospel, we have the words of Peter saying, Lord, where shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. Because he asked that of his disciples. You guys going to split too? He didn't say split, but are you guys going to leave? You going to bail? You going to bolt? You going to get out of here? And no, the 12, they stayed. The purpose of this sermon was to give the believers a better understanding of a God-pleasing life. The purpose of this sermon is to give the believers a better understanding of a God-pleasing life. We know that this sermon on the mount is one of the most famous sermons of all and likely the most misunderstood. When we read it, it reads like a checklist. Um, the unbeliever is likely to interpret Jesus' words as a prescription. What must I do to inherit? <clears throat> Remember that? We heard of the, the wealthy young man. What must I do to inherit? And, and I've asked this question, what can you do to inherit? Is there anything you can do to inherit anything? No, you're either in or you're not. Okay. The words as a prescription for making oneself righteous and earning a place in the kingdom of God. So if I hear this and I do this and I make myself righteous, can I make myself righteous? Can you make yourself righteous? Mm-mm. Darn it. If we could, there wouldn't be a need for a Savior, would there? So hear me, church, and the people that are listening at home on this through a podcast. This is not a checklist. This is not a to-do list. Rather, the Beatitude statements are a statement of blessing, uh, pastor, you might ask, did you, did you hear what you said? Those don't sound like blessings to me. But they are. They serve as an introduction to his sermon. And that is that they tell us how we already are blessed. They describe the blessings that the children of God are already experiencing already have been given the blessings that belong to those who believe so we know that all believers <coughs> excuse me <coughs> excuse me again we know that all believers are poor in spirit all believers mourn all believers are meek all believers hunger and thirst for righteousness. All believers are merciful. All believers are pure in heart. All believers are peacemakers. All believers will be persecuted because of righteousness. 
Really? Did I just hear you right, Pastor? Did you say all are merciful? Did you just say all are peacemakers, all are pure in heart? Well, here's, uh, here's, here's what we've got to confess. We've got to confess that we possess these characteristics only in a limited extent. Can I get an amen there? We need to realize that because of our flesh, we limit the blessings that are there for us, that are already given to us. How? Well, I'm glad you asked that. When we see, blessed are the poor in spirit, we know that Christ came, he said so, in Isaiah, he said, I came to bind up the poor and the brokenhearted. That's why he came, to rescue those that needed to be rescued. We know that Christ came to comfort those who mourn. Now, the ones that mourn aren't just mourning for things that maybe we may be mourning today. We mourn at the loss. That's actually not the correct word, but we mourn at the passing of those we love and who we name today. And those who weren't named today but have gone before us, we mourn the fact that they aren't here with us in the here and now. But that's not what we're talking about on the morning, at least not what Jesus was talking about. He was talking about, blessed are those who mourn, those who express sorrow for sin. Uh Uh-oh. Not walking so well in that. Certainly I know I'm a sinner, but there's some sins I'm not all that sorry for. I should be. How about you? I'll give you an example. Yeah, well, they cut me off. Yeah, well, they deserved it. Yeah, well, at least I didn't do fill in the blank. Blessed are the meek. The meek, they're gentle, not boisterous. The meek are the ones that turn the other cheek. Uh Uh-oh. The meek are the ones that endure mistreatment without retaliation. How are you doing in that today, Christian, or in the past? you're asking me, I have to admit to you not so well sometimes. Sometimes I'm, I, I even surprise myself what I can endure. But more times than not, I got to go back to the first one, the poor in spirit and the ones who mourn. And, and I mourn over my inability um, to avoid and or be sorry for sin. Because if I was truly sorry for it, I wouldn't do it. Flesh. Blessed are the ones who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They use the means of grace. Through word and sacrament. When was the last time you opened your Bible before this morning? 
my test, but you know the answer. How many minutes did you spend reading God's word? Did you, were you thirsty for God's word this, this week? Let me change it this way. If you have a TV, how many minutes did you watch uh, of news? If you have internet, how many minutes did you spend in social media? Ouch. I thought you were going to talk about blessing. Well, I am. I'm getting there. Blessed are the, the merciful. I'm merciful. <laughs> well, let's talk about that again. Ask, the merciful ask, what does the less fortunate need? Not, what does the less fortunate deserve? Merciful. Get a job, loser. What do you need? Not what you deserve. Blessed are the pure in heart. I'm not doing so good on this test. Uh, I don't know how you're doing, but again, we're not going to collect paper after this. But blessed are the pure in heart. The pure in heart have no ulterior motives in anything that they do. Jesus pointed out a man named Nathaniel. You remember him? He said of him, Nathaniel, a true Israelite in whom Nothing is false. How are you doing there, Christian? Is there anything false in you? Blessed are the peacemakers. Safe to say, <laughs> fail all those other ones above that. I fail at this one sometimes too. Sometimes I have moments. Where I'm a peacemaker. Other times, not so much. But the peacemaker is this, my friends. And peacemakers can only be peacemakers, and you can only be at peace when Jesus is with you. And Jesus is the one leading you. And peace is only found through the prince of peace. In today's world, people say, peace at any cost. And even the church will do that. Peace at any cost. Growth at any cost. Even if it means that I'm going to dilute what is purely in the word of God. Numbers at any cost. Well, I don't want to offend that group. So I'll go a little soft on it. I don't want to offend anyone so I'll go soft on the law in fact I won't even preach law I'll just preach gospel we'll have dessert all the time but the law you've just been handed right here through these blessings that they that we have without Jesus we don't meet this and Paul said it perfectly but one more thing blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness oh yeah gee sign me up But you are, 
You have been and you will be persecuted because you are here today. And because you've made a stand. I did? Well, yes, you did. In your baptism, there was a stand that you made. I am sealed by the Holy Spirit now, marked by the cross. Through what he did on that cross for me, I have been given the power to be called a child of God. Guess what? As they used to say, welcome to the NFL, because it's going to get rough, Christian. People talk about the tribulation. Pastor, when's the tribulation coming? And I say this, you know, I, I think we're already in it. In fact, I think it happened, if not before, but definitely the day that Jesus was born. In fact, we're going to be celebrating with expectancy the Advent season, and I owe you some paperwork, but the Advent season coming along, expectancy of how wonderful this birth is going to be. But guess what? With that birth, oh boy, Satan, the other team, and his his demons, woo, tribulation. And he's going after all those that are sealed. And in a revelation, people go, oh, there's a mark. Yeah, there's a mark. 666 or whatever it's going to look like on their foreheads, no trading and all that. But guess what? The righteous have been sealed too in their baptism. You are sealed. You are part of the tribulation. And apart from Christ, you would be hopeless. However, let me go through this list one more time. Here are the blessings that you already experienced. These are yours. Maybe even write them down somewhere. Yours is the kingdom of heaven. Yours is the fact that Jesus, the Holy Spirit, is going to comfort you. Yours is that you will inherit the earth. Yours is that you will be filled Your blessing is that you will have mercy shown to you. Your blessing is for you will see God. Your blessing coming is for you will be called the children of God. Guess what? You already are. Your blessing is, even though through persecution, yours is the kingdom of heaven. You have inherited Through what he did for you, through your baptism, through word and sacrament, you have inherited heaven. You have been adopted by the king. You are the king's kids. So welcome to the family. If somebody hasn't already said that, you're in. You're in. Yeah, but (coughs) sometimes I seek retribution. (laughs) I don't look for peace. Yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah, but I'm not meek. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, but I'm not always thirsting for righteousness or in the word. Yeah, you know what? Your pastor needs to do better than that too. But thank God that we live under grace and not that law. Thank God that he knew how exactly you would be and loved you anyway. Thank God that he knew that you would miss the mark. And yet, he sent his son to make sure that you finish that race. And finally, Jesus closes this with, Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. 
Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. It's not an easy life, the walk of the Christian man and woman. But it's the only life that you will be rewarded by grace, that you will be rewarded by salvation and be with him forever and ever. Amen. It's okay to feel like you're missing the mark. Those that have been uh, written in our scripture, Paul among them said, Oh, wretched man that I am, who will save me from this body of death? And his answer is, thanks be to God for Jesus, that lamb that took the sin of the world. That lamb that took my sin and your sin. And so finally, I want to leave you with this. A prayer. Some time ago, um, Laurel, I think it was you, you gave me um, the prayer of Jabez. Yeah, I, I have that. And um, I keep everything that you give me, you people here. I mean, I, you go, has anyone seen my office? Yeah, it, it, you know, kind of messy and I got stuff all over the walls. But I know where every one of those things came from and I look at it and I remember Hayden and I remember all of these beautiful pictures that you and your cousins have drawn for me. I have a glass cross that um, was brought to me. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Allie. For my beautiful, I forget the glass it's called, but it's Italian, right? Yeah. It's gorgeous. And I have a bobblehead, Martin and Katie. And I have pictures that were in people's, in their, in their parents' uh, rooms and stuff, uh, the paintings and beautiful stuff. I have tea that will um, take away my desire, Carol, to smoke. I have all these wonderful reminders. So I looked at one of them the other day, and it was a prayer of Jabez. And so it was a gift to me, and I want to give this gift to you. And here it is. Jabez. His name <laughs> means pain. I would add pain in the, but I can't because I, you know, it wouldn't be the right thing for, him to, for me to say. But his mother named him Jabez because she bore him in pain. And Jabez called on God, the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I may not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. Christian, when you and I pray that, we're not asking for a bigger house or we're, we're asking for him to use us powerfully and increase what we've been given, that we would be mindful of the Beatitudes, those blessings that we already have, that we would go out and, 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 and be the hands and feet of Jesus like that. And the other part I like about it, because I've said the same thing, is I don't want to hurt anybody. 
through my preaching, through my action, through my words. I don't want to hurt anybody. And the other part I like about it that's in there, oh, Lord, help me get out of your way. Because your way is good. My way just messes things up. And lastly, let me not cause pain. In the name of Jesus, amen.